Hello and welcome to Remembering Your Best Friend, a podcast that helps you cope with the loss of your beloved pet. I'm Sam, your host. I want you to remember your best friend with a smile and a ton of memories, compassion, love and affection at this difficult time. So let's get started and stay strong. Hello and welcome to episode three of Remembering Your Best Friend. My name is Sam and today we're going to talk about you not being silly and we're going to talk more about the grieving process. Before we start, I want you to know I fully understand how you're feeling. I share your pain and solitude at this difficult time. I also want to tell you that together, me and you, we are going to get through this. So let's get started. Don't be silly you may think. Well, you may think that you are silly for feeling like this. Quote-unquote, it's just a dog. You may think others think. And this might be true. Others may not feel what you feel or understand how you're currently feeling. This happens because sometimes it's hard for others to feel what you feel. People may have experienced exactly the same situation as you, but some people maybe haven't. The thing that you must bear in mind is that the relationship you guys had was only experienced by you. And let me tell you that no thought is silly. You might feel like crying, and that is okay. You should cry if you need to. You should talk about it if you need to. You should not hide your emotions at this difficult time. And let me tell you that you will feel an array of emotions, a catalogue of emotions, and not just one. You might feel perfectly fine one moment, and then really sad the next. It's important you show these range of emotions and give yourself some leeway because that will help you during this process. Whilst the experiences you both enjoyed will never leave you, these uncontrollable emotions will eventually fade away. That's why it's important you don't feel silly or stop yourself from having a bit of a roller coaster of emotions. What's somewhat silly is to stop yourself from thinking or protecting yourself against quote unquote looking foolish by internalizing pain. Emotional pain must be dealt with in the way you deem more appropriate. Just like some people take to the phones to show you their pet or show you a picture of them, you might feel like doing something that will help you deal with your loss. There is no shame in sharing something that's important to you with the world in any capacity. And different people will deal with things differently. But please do not feel silly because you're not. Let's move on a bit more about 
and talk about the grieving process. We tend to grieve after any sort of loss, but most powerful, or powerfully, after the death of someone we love. As we mentioned before, grief is not just one feeling, but a succession of them. They take a while to live through us, and each person will do this at their own pace. We will most often grieve for somebody that we have known for some time. And the more intimate the relationship, the harder it might be for somebody to deal with the loss. People can go through a number of different emotions while grieving. And they do not manifest in order or logical succession. You may feel like you've overcome a particular stage only to experience in again and again and again. This is normal. There are, however, a few feelings that are very common to most people and I want to have a rundown of them with you. There's no timeline or order but they do tend to appear at one stage or another. The first one is overwhelm. What is overwhelm? It's the feeling of exacerbation with regards to your emotions and your pain. You may feel like you cannot cope or that it's all too much. This may have or may not be accompanied by profuse crying and deep emotional pain. Whilst the pain isn't inherently physical, you will feel pain. It's important to stress that none of these feelings live with you forever. Believe it or not, we adapt to new levels of normal fairly quickly. Overwhelm may present itself as a big heavy burden we cannot emotionally lift. It's like a big rock on our backs that we can't shake off. Thankfully for us, peak pain or pleasure cannot be held for a long time. You will rebound, but it will not last forever. That's the one thing I want you to take away from all this. This is a good thing and sometimes to keep in mind. Your feeling like you're not being able to cope does not last forever. You are stronger than you may perceive yourself to be. This shall pass. The first feeling might be confusion. This feeling may present itself straight after overwhelm. When acute emotional pain subsides, we tend to walk into an emotional void. This emotional void causes your body to function as normal mechanically, but not emotionally. If you drive, you will have experiences. You may have closed your front door, put the key in the ignition, driven somewhere, 
just to park your car at the destination asking yourself how you had done it. This is because your body functions mechanically, but your mind isn't 100% there all the time. Feeling dazed or confused isn't a like feeling. Your cognitive ability will eventually catch up with you and your brain will reconnect with your body. This feeling tends not to last for a long time because the certain abilities that need you to be both soul and body, and these two shall pass. Another feeling is exhaustion because overwhelm and confusion can be quite deep, acute and intense and inflict moral pain which translates into you be mentally drained, exhaustion may appear shortly after. You've experienced exhaustion before and it's nothing I'm going to be able to explain better than you've already experienced. Instead, let's focus on what can be done to help you overcome it. The first thing would be sleep provision. You can actively seek to go to sleep a little earlier or maybe take a nap if you can during the day. By scheduling sleep for longer than normal, you will counterbalance the exhaustion feeling you may encounter during the day. Allow yourself to rest mentally by keeping a small routine. Even if the routine is going to the supermarket, you might start by planning the upcoming week's meal schedule. But by doing that, you will shift your focus just to this task for a few minutes. It will keep you busy and also shift the focus, allowing you to rest mentally. Dismay can also kick in at this point, triggering that overwhelming feeling all over again. If you find yourself going through these cycles, you may notice that the peak of these emotions subside each time. This is because our bodies cannot cope with a spike in emotions for too long. The more you provision for mentally and physically resting, the better you will be able to cope. Keeping yourself hydrated at this point is key. When you let your body go thirsty, headaches appear and the general sentiment of exhaustion tends to prevail. Drink water regularly, it's great for you. I would also encourage you to keep a clean, fresh diet. There is nothing worse than feeling exhausted whilst running low on quality fuel. Serve yourself fresh greens, lean meats and other healthy foods at this point. Believe me, sleep and a good fresh diet will help you. And these two shall pass. The one thing I want you to do at this moment is, as we've been discussing, to look after yourself. The stress of losing a pet can quickly deplete your energy and emotional reserves. 
looking after your physical and emotional needs will help you through this difficult time. Spend time face to face with people who care about you, eat a healthy diet and get plenty of sleep and exercise regularly to release endorphins and help you boost your mood. Thanks a lot for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. If you would, don't forget to share with anyone who might need to listen to the podcast. See you in the next one.